I'll talk a little bit now, but I read the Wikipedia article on Eric Larson, who I, who I do like his writing style. And uh, he was born in 1954 in Brooklyn. I think he grew up in Long Island. He graduated from the University of Pennsylvania with studying Russian history. I don't know how somebody picks Russian history as a as a as a major, but whatever. Yeah, right. And, 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 and then he got a graduate uh, a graduate degree in journalism from Columbia. So he's 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 been a journalist. He he worked for the he's written for the Wall Street Journal. He's worked uh, written for uh, Time and you know a handful of other 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 places. Uh, uh, but. Uh, He's written uh, The Devil in the White City. I think he won an Edgar Award for that in 2004. That's about the world. Uh, is it the Chicago World's Fair? Back in mm-hmm. the... Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and about some, some murders that happened in there. Yeah. 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 So I, I've never read that, but uh, at least I don't think I have. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, 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 but, uh, and, he, and he's written a book called Thunder Something. Or that. It's about... Uh, Thunderstruck. Marconi. Thunderstruck. That's it. What's that? What's that? David, have you read that? What's that about? That's about. That's a, that's a dual storytelling, the Marconi invention of wireless telegraphy slash radio and how they used it to put away a notorious um, killer type person. It, it follows oh, a similar okay. pattern of the devil in the white that's city. Unlike okay. some of his later books, like this one, you know, the Lusitania one and the one I'm reading now with the splinted in the file, they seem to be more single subject. I like him better when he does a dual narrative uh, of history of something positive mm-hmm. with the dark underside running alongside. Right, right. Okay. Uh, well, good, good. Thanks. Uh, th- thanks for filling that in. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, that the, 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 those were the highlights of, of the Wikipedia article and stuff. Uh, uh, it, it it didn't go on and on on about him and stuff. But like, like I said, I I've, I've read a couple of his things and, and liked his writing style. And uh, uh, let's let's see what what y'all thought of this book. And uh, I'm just gonna call on folks and, and get your, get your comments and stuff. Uh, I'm just going in order. Uh, Mickey, why don't you go first? You're at the top of the list since you're on your phone. Okay. Um, I this is the second book I've read on the Lusitania. I thought it went into a great deal of detail that didn't pertain to the Lusitania, as in, you know, um, as in, well, just mechanical stuff that sort of put me to sleep. Um, I would give it a strong three. I wouldn't read it again. His writing is usually good, but this is the least favorite of his of the ones I've read. I did read another book that is called Just Lusitania and by David Butler and it deals oh and the other that's that's what I wanted to bring up. It dealt with it it only dealt with the people in first and smattering smattering of second class. And there were third class people stuffed underneath in the bottom. Who, who had little food and little they they were were poorer people who didn't have much money and they scraped it all together to to go on this thing and they're the ones that were the victims they're the ones who spent you know had a horrible trip because the waves would really rock the boat 
and they're the ones who mostly died. And he, uh, Eric Larson, um, didn't even touch on that. Um, These people were poor, and he didn't talk about the poor at all. It was the boat, and it was the rich people. And I got kind of annoyed with that, because I'm not one of them. (laughs) Um, Other than that, I thought it was an okay book. Oh, and by the way, in case you didn't notice, his name is E-R-I-K, which I didn't know. Um, But I'd give it a three. Fair enough. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, Let's see. Who's next? David. Oh, Hello, I'll I'll just briefly speak here first, Mickey. Lusitania, that's the novel by David Butler, right? It was I think Merwin Smith reads it. It was very good. If it's the one I'm thinking of, it's sad, obviously, but he, he was he is a good writer. I'll only say about this book that I, I thought Winston Churchill, who is remembered in history because of World War II as a um, you know as a world leader, as a peerless leader, could be ruthless. It's like he mm. wanted that ship to go down and people to die, to pull America in the war. And that's really all I have to say. I thought, I thought it was the complexities of leadership that sometimes people are not all white. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad, you, yeah. glad you brought that up because uh, uh, it, it, we get a very broad brush. Uh, I mean, p- people, people that win get to write history usually and stuff and – I'm sure we would all cringe if we got to hear, I mean, if we knew everything there was to know about what some of these people have done and stuff. But uh, uh, that, that that was pretty telling about, about Churchill, I thought, because he, he really seemed to be a, a bit of a jerk or more than just a jerk. But I, I won't, since we're being recorded, I won't say what I'm really thinking. But that was an interesting take. Uh, okay. Well, thanks, David. Let's see. Ladon. Okay, I'll have to admit that I almost let this one slip by, even though we've talked about it before and I knew it was coming up. So I had to read it at 2x speed. I usually don't read um, or listen to books that, by a human that talks that fast. And I just finished it about 20 minutes ago. I just read it twice the speed and just barely got finished. I kind of liked the book myself. I thought it was kind of like a, like a novel without a central character. Mm-hmm. And I sort of kind of made friends with some of the people that uh, were, you know, on the boat as they, as they were described and so forth like that talk about when I, I felt sorry for the captain after after all when he they tried to lay the blame had to lay the blame on somebody so they yeah, lay the blame on the captain and uh, then I was kind of sorry that after the captain was kind of cleared and he got some other jobs and finally retired and to his bee farm but uh I was a little disappointed with Winston Churchill that uh, even though the captain was cleared, uh, 
in Winston Churchill's book, he held him responsible. Yeah. And judging from the point of view of the book that I read, that seemed to be kind of, uh, you know, bad mark against Winston. However, you know, this is the first kind of history that I've done, so I don't know. This is my, the only point of view that I had. So I say it was an okay book to to read. It, it, it kept my interest, but wasn't compelling. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's see. Patty Fletcher. I uh, I liked the book, and I understood the need for the description of the uh, mechanics for the boat and for the submarines and that kind of thing, because you had to understand those things to see how, even though the boat makers just declared, and they always do, that this is not sinkable and you just can't do it. You have to understand the logistics of how they are and how the submarines are and how the torpedoes work and all of that sort of thing to get the idea of how really... uh, easy it could be to sink the supposed unsinkable. And the other thing that, and I disliked immensely how, you know, Room 40, to me, it almost seemed useless. The whole idea was to gather intelligence so that they could use said intelligence to... Uh, you know, or should have been to use to help alert these boats that they were in the path of these submarines and they withheld this information and I saw that, yes, they uh, Churchill did a lot of what he did and that they the government did what it did or the military did what it did in the effort to bring us into the war, but if you know your history and if you understand politics at all, that's very prevalent. That's how it's done. And uh, it doesn't make it right, but that's how it is. Um. I enjoyed learning about the passengers. I, too, was a little, you know, they did talk about a few of the differences between the classes, but they did not talk much about the third-class passengers. And so, but um, I think overall there was a little bit too much info dumping in the book, but... um, Uh, And it's probably not one I would have chosen to read on my own. In fact, I think I had tabbed past it before in seeing it on Bard. But it it definitely was an okay book. I would probably have given it, if I were giving it stars, I would have probably given it an overall rating of 
a four star rating. It's probably not one that I would reread. The book I'm reading now is much more fascinating. Well, I, I can't say that it, it, it's it's not one that I will re, would reread since I, I obviously <laughs> did. But, uh, but but I guess I, well, Alan, I, I, have you ever thought that maybe you didn't remember because it wasn't all that great? Well, that could be. Obviously, that, you that, found it. For, obviously, you but, found it forgettable. Yeah, yeah I, obviously, I obviously did. But anyway, and I wanted to welcome you, Patty. Thanks, thanks for joining us and stuff. Because I think this may be the first time you've come, or, or it's the first time in a while, anyway. So it's thank a, you. about the third time I've come, and I'm okay. I plan to be back more. I even took a nap this afternoon, so I can stay awake. Well, I'm, I, let's just hope I can remember my name by the end of the meeting tonight. Then, so well, I'm, okay. obviously, I'm, I'm obviously missing up, I'm messing up a lot of stuff. So <laughs> anyway, but anyway, th- right. thank you. Thank you for your comments. It's been a long and, time since I came, so yeah, okay. I'm glad to be here. You know, I had one more, one more quick uh, comment. Jump about in Wilson, about Wilson. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And and your comment a while ago uh, that if we knew everything about these people, you know, might change our opinion of them. Yeah. I thought I thought the way they described Wilson that he was kind of like a lovesick middle. Schooler over that woman, yeah. right, right, yeah. Mary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. spineless too. Oh well. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that seems to be a fair comment, or at least that was Larson's impression of him. I guess the way he was presented. So, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Don Queen. Yes. Yeah, I've read the book, and I think it must have been into this group. <laughs> but, <laughs> All right, Don. <laughs> Yeah, I give us your comments. Oh, what? But uh, I, it's kind of a hard, painful read to reread it because all these horrible things happening to these people. I think they didn't cover the poor people because they weren't in the. This was a historical. They took a lot of these. These were real people that that happened to, and they must have gotten these stories from the newspapers. The newspapers didn't cover the poor people. Right. And that that may be the reason, but that. But I, I also was a little shocked. It, it, that was pretty by Churchill, even though he responsible for a lot of not so good things that happened. But uh, I, I reread most of the book. I didn't quite get it all to, before the, we came on today. But it, I, it was uh, an interesting read. I'd forgotten it was connected with the Devil in the White City too. I, that, that was, uh, Quite a book. So, and I think the mechanical stuff. I lot. I think it was part of the whole thing. The and uh, oh, I was just going to mention. I, I had. I was on a cruise and I had the same experience with the the the, the belts. The uh, the like uh, the the, the uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I was trying yeah. to put them on and it kept coming on backwards. And I, yeah. I kept thinking of this story here. So anyway, that's okay. All right. Thank you, Don. <coughs> Let's see. People are jumping around. Uh, Michelle. Yes. Hi. Well, hi. first of all, I'm I'm very intrigued by the fact that you said that 
you've read the book before in the group because I'm going to have to go back and listen to the recording and see if I was there for that meeting. Cause I also, if I was, I don't remember. So well, good. Well, good. Maybe one. you were there and you can tell us next month that you were there and you forgot to, that'll make me feel a lot better. So I, it's very, very possible because <laughs> Sherry and I were going crazy going, which group was it? Cause we knew one of the groups had read it and we went, we both of us went through like all the history stuff and we couldn't find it. So this is at yeah. least, three is solved which i'm an idiot yeah i'm an idiot so no no i you know what i may have been there and i i I forgot as well so definitely um but i i actually love the book i thought it was fantastic i i was really caught up in it from the beginning to the end um i thought it was very suspenseful uh you know you knew what was going to happen but I was just, you know, on edge going, do they really have to, bomb, you know, uh, torpedo the ship? And why do they have to do it? And, you know, what's their justification here? And 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 I know how they justified it, but it made no sense to me. And I loved it. I liked the back and forth. I liked the different perspectives. I found um, one of the passengers, Theodate Pope, I found her really fascinating. I was, I was researching her a little bit. Um, I, I thought it was great, actually. I had only read one other of his books, which was In the Garden of the Beast, and I hated that book so very much. Even though I know it's it's a wonderful book, it's just the setting just made me so sad. And this one also made me very sad, but there was a certain amount of like tension and suspense that kept me very hooked um, along with it. Um, I, I wasn't thrilled about, I, I would agree about the, the stuff about President Wilson, that part got a little tiresome after a while. I was like, you know, it's yeah. enough. We get the point, whatever. Um, but yeah. the rest of it I thought was great. I, I, I loved how he writes about the different people and, um, you know, the, the real life people. And I, I just got a real sense of what mm-hmm. life was like aboard the ship. And, and again, just the tension of, of knowing that there was going to be torpedoed and, and, you know, it was just horrendous to me. It just was. So I'm, I'm very glad you chose the book, um, even though I also may have read it twice. But it was great. <laughs> it was really good. Great. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your comments. That, that's good. It makes me feel better. So, uh, Deanna, I'll give you a chance to unmute yourself. Okay. Here I am. I haven't finished it. Um, I got bogged down. As you can tell, I'm probably <laughs> I'm catching a cold. And it oh, was sorry. just too too depressing to stick to it for very right. long. That's fine. Okay. Uh, is that all you want to say about it? I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. As I said, I haven't okay. finished it, so um, I don't think I can be fair to it. Okay, that, that just, that's fair enough. Yeah, it didn't it didn't catch my attention. Um, I think I needed to read something lighter and less intense. <laughs> we'll come back next month because we'll be reading something lighter next month. Okay. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, some, somebody else try to start to say something? Okay. Well, I'll comment. I ought to be able to say a whole lot since I've read this thing twice and apparently discussed <laughs> it twice. But uh, uh, I, 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 did, I did enjoy the book. Uh, I, I like Scott Brick a lot. Although I'm gonna have to comment, I've I've read some Scott Brick lately uh, from Audible. I, I think Scott Brick is starting to get a little overly dramatic with with some of his performances and stuff, which 
I, I know it's a fine line with audiobook narration. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I don't mean to take a shot at him, but I mean, he, he, he did, he did an excellent job with this book, but uh, I, I've noticed uh, a couple of things I've read lately. He's, he's starting to get a little, I mean, I like the way he does different voices. He does that very well and stuff. He's starting to get a little, a little too uh, dramatic. I think in some of his readings and stuff, but yeah, that's, that's enough agree. of that. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. yeah. Yeah, that that's that's enough of that. The thing I I really enjoyed learning more about the U-boats in this thing. I I, th- I thought he did a very good job of presenting presenting those because I had I had I had I don't really have a whole lot of knowledge about World War One stuff, and uh, he did a good job I thought I thought of covering the the U-boat descriptions and stuff. And uh, I I also like the way he kind of made it. He kind of novelized it and stuff, and and made it read kind of like a just like a good story uh it, it, even though the, the it was a horrific act and i i think i get more outdone with the government people like i think like uh like patty was talking about room 40 they, they had all this information and it's obvious they 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 weren't using it to try to protect their people so the, the, they had a bigger they had a bigger I, ideal in mind and I really believe they were trying to get America drawn into the war and stuff, but uh, uh, and it was another two years from when this happened till till we got in the war. But but still, uh, it it just seems criminal to me that, that that they had some of the information they had, and they 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 didn't have any any escort ships or anything with the Lusitania. They uh, they didn't share any of the information they knew about the the subs around there and stuff. And then to make it all that worse, they tried to blame the daggum captain for for it being his fault and stuff. Man, when it, when it clearly wasn't. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I he should have zigzagged the boat though. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, I, 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 I guess. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think Larson ended up making the comment that. He he ended up moving, you know, zag. He wasn't zigging and zagging, but he ended up changing his course at one point and ended up taking him right over where the where U twenty was. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know because if he was so have, unaware because he was just not. They yeah. set him up. It was they set him up to fail from from yeah. the moment one. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if you don't have access. like you, Alan, I was surprised that the U boats and how flimsy they were with the. Uh, sailors had to run from one end of the boat to the other end of the boat to get it to go, you know, up and down uh, correctly. And then yeah, on, yeah, I was yeah. surprised that one of the passengers uh, on the ship was Mary Poppins. Uh, I thought her parents must have had fun with that because her, that wasn't her last name if she was married or something, but she was Mary Poppins something. <laughs> okay, Don, what were you going to say? Oh, it, it reminded the captain of the book. Uh, I've read the book on, I didn't read it either, on the Indianapolis, where the guys were left in the water after they, they, after they delivered the atomic bomb. Uh, they were sailing back and they uh, got torpedoed. And somebody lost track of the boat. And they never came to rescue them. These poor guys are being attacked by the sharks and everything in the water. Yeah. Was, but anyway, the guy was court-martialed, and they finally, re, I think they redid it. And, 
I took a tour on a German sub. And really? the sub, Did you? Yeah, it's in the it's in the uh, Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago. Oh, wow. And you cannot, a person cannot pass another person. They have to go sideways. Right. And everything is so crowded that uh, if if it's well, if it was so small and so compact, and everything was just, I wish I could explain it. It's claustrophobia. If I'd been underwater with that thing, I would be going stark raving mad. U.S. Navy, they called them pig boats in the thirties. They called them pig boats. Uh, you know, anybody that's read something like some of Tom Clancy's stuff, and you, you start yeah. thinking about the latter latter day submarines and stuff, th- these things weren't that. I mean, I mean, this was like first generation submarine stuff. I thought he did a real good job of presenting. Yeah, that was I mean, fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really well. I mean, and, I mean, th- th- these things weren't invulnerable and stuff. I mean, th- they could be they could be rammed and stuff, and that pretty much took care of them. I think so. I mean, I mean let's uh, let's think about this, Alan. Uh, they didn't have sonar, so when they went under the right. water, they were dependent on the sea charts. And if those were wrong, right? Ew. Yeah, that kind of gave me a nightmare thing. Thought yeah. too. Like, yeah, oh, I, I thought of crap. Yeah, that was pretty scary. In <laughs> the fog, in the fog, they had to um, honk their what <laughs> honk their horn, blow the whistle, you know, to see right. where they. And, and first, uh, another another person on I I got all with all the people. Uh, another person uh, amazed me was uh, she uh, uh, she found herself in the water and uh, she had a life preserver on. She was under. She came up. She's floating. She looked up on the sky and she said, "Am I dead? Did I go to heaven? Am I in heaven?" You know, right, before yeah. she could finally figure out that uh, she was floating there in the water. Uh, it just didn't scare her at all. Uh, yeah. I don't know if death, yeah, all death is that way, but I, I thought it was—I thought it was just amazing that they would actually torpedo a boat that they knew was full of passengers. I know that there was cargo on board, and 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 that was their aim of it. But I just found that amazing that that someone would give this order. And because it wasn't a military ship, it was a passenger ship in, in effect. And I just, I don't know, I couldn't wrap my mind around it that somebody would think that this was acceptable behavior. I know it's yeah, more it pretty time, bloodthirsty. Yeah. But it's, it's you know, it, was, a it was a passenger yeah. ship, you know, really, you know, cruising across the ocean. And, you know, I mean, it was just, and there were a lot of things that went wrong that, that and, and they were sort of racing to the end to try to beat them and, you know, to get to the, they were very close to the shore. And it was, I thought it was an amazing story. I mean, I, it's true, obviously, and it happened so long ago and, and everything, but it's it's just, it was amazing to me. I just, I couldn't believe that, that they would take this action. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found it amazing. Yeah, yeah. I did. And, and, and the fact that they call it, was it the Juno? Is that the one that was close? The ship that could have gotten out there and actually saved some people after it got yes. torpedoed? I can't believe they called that back to, uh, you know, I guess, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, sometimes some of the, some of these decisions that these guys make, now I realize we're coming with it with a lot of years of hindsight and stuff, but to, sometimes the, the, uh, uh, the, the decisions that are made just seem like they're made by 
by first graders and stuff. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, uh, I think your mm-hmm. statement of how if we really knew the truth of behind the scenes of what goes on that we would cringe is very true. I think that um, I think that we would be all of us very. Uh, I think that if we, you know, maybe ignorance really is bliss. I think that if we really knew how things worked, we would probably be a lot more fearful than we are. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, the, the couple of people that went into the the the, the smokestacks and the funnels, I guess, it got blown. Oh, I, I couldn't yeah. believe I couldn't believe that that was that was unbelievable. But uh, and they were covered all in black and stuff. So uh, uh, that, that that was that was pretty amazing. That, that, that I think uh, at least one person survived after that. But. Uh, uh, and also, also yeah. those drills that they were having, like the lifeboat drills. I kept thinking about if you remember when you were a little kid, and they used to have the drills where you had to cover your head and go mm-hmm. under the desk to su- right. to survive. What was it, the atomic bomb or something? We were supposed to right. be surviving, which was ridiculous. But yeah, duck you know, and cover. But, yeah. yeah, exactly. But I thought to myself, you know, it's it's really true. They really were not very well prepared at all, and such a big ship and so many people. Um, it's, I don't know. I, I've never really been on an ocean crossing, but if I were, I would want to have a little more preparation than, than, than they actually had here. It was, it was amazing. I was just thinking about me had I been on there. Our, and what, actually, uh, we were on a cruise ship, not, well, some years ago now, but, uh, you had to go out there and practice putting on your, uh, life preserver, and I and I and my, my own mind this is show where I would be. I would be drowned if I was on there because I was thinking to myself, "This is silly. This is not going to sink. Why do I need to practice this dumb life preserver stuff?" Then reading that book, I say, "Well, I think of that I probably should have taken it." <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, it's especially kind of it, it. It seems really curious to me that here they were in a time of war. I mean, Germany had said they were they were going to sink ships and stuff, and and this stuff had been published in the newspapers, and they'd been threatened, and they get these people going across on this boat that that's obviously at risk, and they don't even, they don't even take time to tell people how to put the daggum life jackets on. I, I don't know. That's just uh, that was amazing. That that, uh, that that is. I mean, I you know, and like I said, Wayne, we're, we're doing this, you know. I, Hundred and five years after the fact, with hindsight and stuff, but still, I mean, that just seems to be basic common sense to me. But uh, hey, I don't know. Sometimes common sense seems to get you know left out in the cold. But uh, well, I've pretty much determined that I don't want to go on a boat. I just, you know, it's one thing if you're flying and and you crash. It's going to be pretty quick, and most likely you're not even going to know it before it happens. But when you go to talking about sinking in a ship, you've got time to know about it, think about it, and yeah. drown and be stuck in the ocean. No thanks, that's okay. I'll skip it. Once again, they didn't have enough of uh, lifeboats, and they didn't have enough um, life vests. They didn't know. They didn't practice putting those boats up and down, and their sailors weren't all that experienced, uh, as as he tells it, you know. And and they didn't know really to uh, 
they practiced once, they said, and remember the two girls come by and say, we're going to help uh, paint the boat, grab the rag and right. paint. Right. But they were practicing, but they didn't, they weren't very good at doing their job. Right. Yeah. I, I think they had a lot of, I think a lot of, it sounded like a lot of the support staff wasn't very well trained. And, stuff. Yeah. And, I, and, and that's the thing. When you've got a, a big ship like that, and even if you've got enough lifeboat, I mean, I think they had they had a lot more lifeboats than they did on the Titanic. But yeah. even if you got a lot a lot of lifeboats and stuff, the problem is when you get hit by a bomb and stuff, or like a floating torpedo bomb and stuff, it, 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 things aren't things aren't going to go like you thought they might have when it was all thought about no. and stuff. I mean, yeah, you know, you know, that, that's just not reality. It doesn't work like that. You know, you got you got to factor in panic. You got to factor in whatever the whatever list the ship's going to be at when it, yeah. when it started to sink and there's, yeah. there, there's all kind of things so you know whatever but yeah i've been on on a cruise or two but i'm I, i'm not going to feel like i've missed anything if i don't ever go on another one again especially for reading this book. <laughs> but, yeah. so, anyway okay well I, that that's think that's all i've got to say about it uh uh anybody have any other last minute comments before i tell you what we're going to do next month I want to thank everybody for coming. I always appreciate it when y'all when y'all show up and stuff. And we we do try to mix in some nonfiction stuff. And so this was our nonfiction book for this month. And, and next month we're going to discuss uh, Hideaway by Nora Roberts. I like Nora Roberts. Okay. Well, She'll be if back. You don't, if you don't like Nora Roberts, I apologize, but I really think she can tell a good story. And uh, what's that? Oh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. And and, and Hideaway, the DB number is nine nine seven two two. So it's a you know it's 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 fairly new. Uh, January Lavoy narrates it. She does. She's an excellent narrator. I think I really like her. And. Uh, this book even has a character in it that does audio book narration and stuff. So that's kind of something we can all appreciate, I think. So uh, it, it, I've already I, read I will it. not I, give I, anything away, Ellen, but I will just say that people will, there is something in this book for absolutely every kind of reader. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, it's a good story. I read it a few months ago from Audible and stuff. But is it like a book or what kind of what is the genre of the book the hideaway uh, isn't that romance yeah i think that's accurate yeah suspense romance so yeah, it's Nora Roberts. Very good. Nora Roberts. she writes a lot of different kinds of stuff but she she tells a good story and i think this is a good story so i think i think you'll like it so uh, if, if you don't come back and tell us why you didn't like it so that's always good too so yeah but uh uh any other questions before we adjourn? I have one, but not on the book. Uh, Go ahead. On, on each of the new each of the book uh, uh, groups we got, uh, do they have their own link coming, or is that the same link? I know that I know that the passcode uh, AWZ is going to be the same for all of them. But uh, is each one different? A new different link? And yes, once yeah, we it, once it, we it, memorize it, it, them, it, it, like. Uh, uh, you know, they were the, for this one, is will this one be the same link over and over and over again? Now that we've got the, this one. It, it will be the same link over and over and over again. Okay. It, 
each group has its own link Link. that are different because each group has its own meeting ID and the meeting ID is incorporated into the link. Right. So, uh, so they have to be different. So, uh, does that answer all your questions or was there anything else? It'd be the same phone number with the extension. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the people that are calling on the phone, because I was thinking about Joni, does she have mm-hmm. to do anything different, Alan? Or no, is everything she, she, the same? Should, she shouldn't have to do anything different for any of her things. I mean, the okay. phone numbers haven't changed. She doesn't have to enter a passcode uh, if you're on a regular telephone. So it should okay. it should work the same. We, okay, we, we, did tech, we did tech talk last night, and we had a number of people that came in on the phone. And we had a couple of people that came on the phone tonight, too. So I think it works just fine. So Okay, no good. No problem at all. Good. Okay. Uh, Patty, were you saying something else or not? No, I was no. just thinking. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Every- thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. And thank you for your comments. And everybody take care and stay safe and keep reading. And uh, uh, if you find something really good to read, let me know about it and stuff. So that's... Uh, uh, that's great. So, so thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Uh, take care. Okay. Okay. Bye bye.